Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perek Beis, Vayihizavar Hashem Eli Lemor. And so we began Yirmiyahu in Perek Aleph yesterday, and the point we tried to emphasize was that contrasted to Yeshayahu, if Yeshayahu is called truly the prophet of consolation, of Nechama, Yermio is the prophet of destruction. In that, Yeshayahu, in his 86-year Nevoah, was preaching 130 years before the Churban Bayis, the destruction of the first temple. And his message was, this can be averted. Here's a lifeline. Do tshuva. Improve the national moral character. Get rid of the Avodah Zorah. Go to the base Hamikdash and bring real true korbanos. Yermiyahu is saying at the time of the korban, where he is on the spot of the korban, is saying it's too late. There is no life preserver. The best thing we can hope is to do tshuva that will manage the restoration, that will manage the destruction and the period of Golos. And so we continue with Yirmiyahu beginning his Nebuah. Perak Aleph was sort of an introduction, familiarizing yourself with Yirmiyahu's call to prophecy, his life, biographical facts. Now we begin the Nebuah itself, although Mephorshim say the first four psukim of Perak Bey is really blowing at the end of Perak Aleph. So we begin. The Kaddish Baruch says to me as follows. Go and call in the ears of Yerushalayim Lemar, saying as follows. And this is probably one of the most beautiful psukim of poetry in all of Tanakh. Koamar Hashem. I remember the chesed of your youth, speaking to B'nai Yisrael. Your love during our marriage. In that you followed me into the desert, to a land that was not planted or seeded. It was desolate. It was literally a desert. This Pasuk, Zacharti Chesed Nehoraiach, we read in the Shmona Esrei in Zichronos on Yom Kippur. And it is critical because what the Pasuk is telling us in the words of the Navi, as strange as it sounds with all the destruction and punishment, God loves you. God loves B'nai Yisrael. God will never forget how you followed him into the desert 40 years in a marriage based on a covenant and you have kept it. And so Sanhedrin, Gemara Sanhedrin, Kuf Yud Ahmed Beis, says that this Dor Hamidbar, the generation of the wilderness that committed such egregious sins like the Egel Hazahav and the rebellions and the Maraglim, are guaranteed 
just for this one act, Olam Haba, that despite all their sins, and so what the Navi is saying, despite your sins, the Kaddish Baruch Hu will never, as it were, forget your chesed in following him through that desert. Continues the Navi, Kodesh Yisrael Hashem Reshish Tvuasa. The sanctity, the Kedusha of B'nai Yisrael is like the Reshish Tvuasa, as Rashi says, Truma. That in other words, what they have done, the, the sanctity of Israel is, is comparable to Truma, to Hektesh. We know, like the Omer, that um, a non-Jew cannot eat it. We know that in Hektesh, that once it's pledged to Hektesh, it attains a sanctity. No one but the Kohen can eat Truma. And therefore, anyone who starts with B'nai Yisrael is starting with Hektesh, with Truma. Anyone who eats of it is guilty. Evil will occur to them. So that still, despite it all, B'nai Yisrael has a sanctity, has a kedusha. Noam Hashem says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, that will last, that will permeate. Shimu Dwar Hashem Beis Yaakov, Bechol Mishbachos Beis Yisrael. Listen to me, listen to my words, Beis Yaakov, and all the families of Yisrael. That would mean both the ten lost tribes as well as. Yehuda might point out as well that Lechtech Acharai Bamidbar, this part of the parrot of Yirmiyahu, is the Haftorah for Shabbos Matos or Masay when it's in John in conjunction. And the reason, same before Shim, is that in Matos it delineates all 42 stops that B'nai Israel made in the Midbar. And Rashi shows, why do we have to show all 42 stops? Simply so that you will not think, the reader will not think, that these were luxurious cities with all the resources of food and water and beauty. Nonsense. They were desert outposts that B'nai Israel were in the desert. And that even adds to their scar that they followed. And that is why, as we say, it is included there. So Shimudra, listen to me. Kolomar Hashem. Hashem is questioning, why did you abandon him? What did he do wrong, Kaviyocho? Hashem. Kolomar Hashem. Ma motzu avoseichem bi ovel ki What failure, what shortcoming, what defect did you and your fathers found in me that you distance yourself from me? You went after Hevel. Hevel could be alternatively nonsense, futility, things that have no real value. Uh, you went after them and you became corrupted by the Hevel. Some say Hevel is the Gashmius, the materialism of life rather than the essence of Torah. Below Amru, and you never said, Aye Hashem, while doing this, while pursuing this futile, silly pursuit of life, you never questioned once, 
Where is the Kaddish Baruch Hu? The same Kaddish Baruch Hu, Hamale Osanu Meyeretz Mitzrayim, who took us out of Egypt. The Hamolich Osanu Bamidbar, he took us in the desert. Be'eretz Arava, a dry, desolate land. Beshucha Be'eretz Siyah, a land where there was no water. Be'salmavas, a shadow of death. Be'eretz Lo'avar Ba'ish, no one ever traversed it. No one inhabited it. It was literally a desert wasteland for 40 years. And I brought you to the land of the Carmel. That's to indicate the great produce um, of the Carmel area. Uh, fruits. To eat of its fruit for two on its goodness. And of course, this doesn't mean I brought you to Israel to eat great fruit, but rather the fruit is a metaphor for the Torah, for the mitzvot, for the living in the land of Israel. You came and instead you defiled my land. And my legacy, my nachala, you just left to abomination. And what you learn from this Adam of Farshim is the Kedusha of the Eretz, of the land itself, is so sanctified that the mere acts of doing Chatoim and Averos impurifies the land. That is why, for example, the Canaanite nations had to go because their immorality, their sins were so great, it was matame the land. And that's why it says, the land will spit you out because the land itself is so intrinsically holy that that which its inhabitants does affects the Kedusha of the land itself. Moreover, says Yemiyo, your leaders, Hakohanim, for lo amru Hashem, did not say, Where is God? The Kohanim, who are your spiritual leaders? Betose HaTorah, interesting expression, those who seize on to Torah, lo yodunu, do not know me. The Haroim, the shepherds, shepherds here meaning those who guide you, your leaders. Pashubi, they transgressed, they sinned against me. Vanavim Nibu Babal, your prophets prophesied for the Baal. And after me, they did not even attempt to follow. Interesting expression, Tose HaTorah. Those who grasp at Torah. Rashi says, Sanhedrin. But what you're talking about is that generation of the first temple who learned Torah. So we learn in Sanhedrin where it theorizes why was the first base Hamikdash destroyed? What was the sin of B'nai Yisrael? And one of the suppositions is that lo berchu berchas Torah? They didn't say that bracha we say in the morning before Shachris, thanking the Kaddish Baruch Hu for the miracle of Torah. That doesn't mean, says the Mephoshim, they didn't learn Torah. To the contrary, they did, but they never internalized it. I think the Radak puts it best. Let me read it to you. Shalom lamdu HaTorah lishma l'kayeng they learned it as an intellectual exercise, as sort of a curiosity. They learned it, but did nothing with it. says Radak. They learned it 
They mastered the text, but did not internalize it in their heart. And that was the sin of B'nai Israel. That was why these Tosei Torah are as guilty as everybody else. Continues the Navi Pasuk test, Lochain od And I will still argue with you. I will still fight you, and fight you your children. And this the Mephorshim say, strangely enough, is a good sign that the Kaddish Baruch Hu still hasn't given up as it were. I still am going to lecture you. I still am going to criticize you. I still am going to give you tochacha. Uh, be, therefore, arivetchem. I have not abandoned you as such yet. Ki ivru And now a very strange muscle. The Kaddish Baruch Hu says, nowhere. Nowhere do you have a situation where a people abandoned its God. Even, even the Ote Avoda Zora. Ki Ivru Aye Kitim, the far out lands, the Kittites, which could be Edom, it could be Egypt, it could be some West African nation. Uru the Kedar Shilchu the Hispaninuma Od. They as study and they are confused as well. Uru ain Hoisokazos when they see what you've done. Because what you've done is you've abandoned your God. On the contrary, these people who worship gods that they made out of their own wood uh, or their own stone and who have to realize they are useless, they are futile, they are incapable of anything, nonetheless, there's a loyalty. They don't change their gods. You, who have a Kaddish Baruch who has proven what he can do and has done, you change it, continues the Navi. They do not change, even though their gods accomplish nothing. And they, you, change your your God like it was just a, a, a regular procedure. You have no loyalty. They are worshiping a feudal, nonsensical form of worship, but at least they've got the loyalty. And Shimu Shamayim Alzos, the heavens hear this, see this, Visharu Hiru Ma'odumashem, and their sword will descend, and the implication is that the skies will close, and as we've seen so often as a punishment, there will be no rain, there will be no fertility of the land, there will be no produce, there will be instead famine. Because you have done two unpardonable sins. Of course, the Mepharshim tell us there are far more than two, but the Navi is bringing these two particularly. Osi Ozvu, you have abandoned me. Makar Mayim Chayim, the metaphor, I am a living well. A, a, a Mayim Chayim is a well that is a natural well. It will never run out of the water. The water is pure. That is what I have given you, and you have abandoned it. And second, what have you abandoned it for? L'chatzev lahem ba'oros ba'oros nishparim asher lo yochlu ha'mayim. You have built man-made cisterns. A cistern wears out. The water leaks. 
It doesn't hold, it has to be imported, it breaks, and in the end, the water will not last. There will not be a source of water. Instead, you had Mayim Chaim, you reject it. Ha'oved Yisrael im Yolid Beisu, Madua Hayu Levaz. There's a question, Ha'oved Yisrael? Is Israel slaves? Are Israel slaves? Im Yolid Beisu, are they like the daughters of, of maidservants? Madua Hayu Levaz, then why are they being preyed on? The irony is you were slaves in Egypt, you were delivered with a powerful hand, and now you are enslaved by other nations. That is the true irony. Madua, why are you lavaz? Are you enslaved? All of Yishagu Kfirim, lions, and Kfirim is a sort of baby lion, a lion that hasn't reached its growth. These nations, Nosnukolom, they have come and oppressed you. They have taken your land, these Immature baby lions that haven't even reached, they're not worthy adversaries to B'nai Yisrael. Yoshisu Artsola Shama, they have reduced your land to barrenness. Arav Nitzdu Mibli Yoshev, they have made your cities uninhabitable. Gam B'nai No Vitachpanas, and now we come to this question you are seeking alliances, mutual defense pacts with Egypt? With Asher, rather than speak to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Gambene No Fetach Penaches, those are cities in Egypt, Yeruucha Kikot, they are not only not going to defend you, they are not going to not come to your aid. Yeruucha Kikot, they're going to smash your skulls in the end. And this is where you're placing your loyalty. Halozos Taselach, this is what you're doing. Azavcha is Hashem. You've abandoned Hashem Elokecha. Be'es Molichet Baderech at the very time. He is leading you on the way, on the path. It's a question. You are depending on Egypt to drink from it as if in support the black waters of the Nile. It says Rashi. It was generations ago that they were throwing your infant boys into the Nile. And now the Nile is going to sustain you in your hour of need? That's insane. And Assyria, you are going to drink of the water of the Euphrates? In the end, you are going to sit on the banks of the Euphrates mourning Yerushalayim in the temple and your exile. And so the Kaddish Baruch is telling them through Yirmiyahu, stop putting your faith in foreign alliances. Stop putting your faith in, in gods that are useless. Stop following the futility that the other nations are foisting on you and start trying to realize where your source of strength, who is Menahel. And in the end, despite all your faults, the Kaddish Baruch who still loves you for your chesed. We will continue in Mirza Hashem, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. Adkan.